So I have some bad news when it comes to goal setting. And, you know, here we are, and it's January 1st as of the recording of this podcast. And I'm coming right out of the gate with a turn to negative town. So don't kill the messenger, but you really need to hear this. Most people who set goals abandon those goals anywhere from the third week in January to the first week in February. Now, in this week's episode of the Sales Playbook Podcast, we're going to talk about how you can beat the odds. My name is Paul Castain from Castain Training Systems, and I'm the author of the YourSalesPlaybook.com blog and your host for the Sales Playbook Podcast. I've personally trained over 70,000 sales reps, sales leaders, and business owners to sell more. So get your playbooks ready because school is now in session. This week's episode of the Sales Playbook Podcast is brought to you by our brand spanking new 2024 sales program. Going to be talking all about it at the end of the podcast. If you'd like to go and have a little look-see right now, feel free to visit YourSalesPlaybook.com slash best year ever. All one word, all lowercase letters. YourSalesPlaybook.com slash best year ever. So let's get into this. And you guys know I love to get, if it's your first time listening to me, by the way, I, you need to know this about me. I despise all the podcasts out there that are taking 10 and 12 and 15 minutes to get to the fucking point and all the cute little bantering and then commercial breaks. So forgive me, but uh, I proudly wear my New York uh, level of impatience on my sleeve in this uh, podcast. And we get right to the fucking point here. So that's kind of the way it's going to be. So I want to talk about this concept of, you know, the sad reality of how uh, most people, the majority of the people who have goals today, January 1st, are going to kick those goals to the curb anywhere from the third week in January to the first week in February. Now, we could really get into a lot of the reasons behind it, and I'm not going to go there today because there's really somewhere else that I want to focus our efforts, but I kind of have to go there a little bit. So let me just you know, tell you what I think a lot of it is. A lot of the reason behind why people abandon the goal so early in the game and so early in this brand spanking new 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 year is that they don't have an actual plan what they have instead is they've identified the goal and they've identified the outcome whether it be yeah i want to lose x amount of weight or really in the context of sales you know i want to make president's club or i want to sell x amount this year or i want to make x amount this year and that's a wonderful start but it's not a fucking plan really when you think about it right it's it's really identifying the outcome and then what you know even if you know having a plan if if you were amongst the people who didn't just list what they want out of the year as if it's going to magically appear from the goal fairy in the middle of the night put it under your pillow and the goal fairy will come and give you that president's club um i hope that never happens i'm going to be out of a fucking job because nobody's going to need sales training 
But I mean, seriously, you know, even with a plan, the plan means nothing. If you don't consistently put in the work, you know, the work that is, you know, going to be required. And that's what I want to focus on today, the work and creating the momentum you need so you don't become one of these people that just, oh, well, you know, just moves on. And by the way, I'm not making fun of them because for years I've, I've been in that category, you know, in the past. And, you know, the last thing that I want to say about why I think a lot of people don't ever make it with the goals is that, and, and it always sounds like I'm being nasty when I say this, I am coming at you when I say this next part from a position of love. Granted, love with, with a little bit of tough love and a lot of fucking sarcasm, but you have these people every year, and I've been one of them, where they're coming out of the gate. This is going to be the best year ever. We're walking into the best years, year of our life. No, you're not. Seriously, being a great maker of statements amounts to dick when it comes to success. Seriously, I mean, really what you're doing there is you are cannonballing, right? A, you know, a, a Red Bull adrenaline rush. And I think it's wonderful to have positivity and positive thinking. You need that on your journey. But all that is, is hot air if it's not backed up with the action. And again, that's where we're going today. So there is a very simple thing that I'm going to suggest today. I am making it simple for a reason. And I'll tell you what the reason isn't. I'm not giving you a simple way to attack this so that you can blow it off because of its simplicity and its lack of sexiness and sophistication. I'm giving you something very easy to do so you can almost have that tough conversation with you like, come on, bro, it's one fucking thing the guy said to do and we can't do it. So, And that's really what it is. I want you to write this down. One a day. One a day. And what we're going to do is just every single day. When I say every day, I'm not talking Monday through Friday. I mean every fucking day of the week. I want you to do this. And all I want you to do is do one thing daily that helps you advance toward the completion of the goal. Let me say it again. One a day is simply doing one thing daily that helps you advance towards the completion of the goal. Let me give you an example. Let's say that, again, we're talking about this in a business context today. You can certainly do this for your personal goals and, and you know, things that you want in your, in your personal life. But since this is a sales podcast, right, big shock, being that it's called the Sales Playbook Podcast, I know, right, big revelation, I figured, you know, let's make this goal thing about sales. So let's just say that, pardon me, that your goal is to cough in your audience's ear and not edit it out, right? I can check that off my bucket list because I just did it. It just happened. But no, seriously, your goal is to sell X amount this year. So the whole one thing could be, right? And I'm just throwing a random thing at you as an example, but, and truth of the matter is, by this time next year, you stick with it, 
You can have 365 of these things. So there's lots of things you're going to end up by doing. But maybe the one thing that you do today or tomorrow, whatever it is, is to ask one client for a referral. Now, with this one thing concept, there's a number of ways you could attack it where it's just strictly one thing, one client and asking them for a referral. Or what you can do is you can kind of batch that one thing into a category for that day. And you might just say, well, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to, you know, between the hours of 9 and 11 or whatever, I'm going to call my top 10 accounts and I'm going to ask each of them for a referral. So you could certainly do it that way also. I mean, I prefer to do it the second way, to be quite honest with you, only because when I'm in a mode of thinking and I'm doing a particular task, I like to, you know, batch or group those tasks together because I find that, okay, I've asked for one referral. Now I'm in that groove. Now I'm using that kind of language and, you know, those types of tactics. It's easy now to pick up the phone and do it again and repeat it. And I can refine and hone that particular skill by doing it that way. So that's one way that I might attack the one thing. And that's just simply one day's worth right there. You can also create a monthly theme. And the theme might be, let's just say, if you've identified some of the areas that you believe you have to get better um, in, you know, in order to hit the goal, which you really should do. And you should seriously look in the mirror and re- assess two things. One thing you should as- assess is your uh, weaknesses, obviously. You know what? I really got to get better at negotiation. That's one. And especially now while it's fresh in your head, because we're coming off of, you know, the old year, we we finished the old year. And now, you know, it's still kind of, you know, it's still in our memory. And you kind of think, well, what are some things I could have done better last year? And, you know, kind of jot those down. But then also look at the things that you think you did well last year. And, To me, it's important, yes, to improve upon our shortcomings, right? But I think it's also important to take areas where we're good and make them great or turn great into all caps awesome. So that's part of what you want to do too. But you can then put it into a theme. And again, this is just for illustrative purposes. You could say, okay, the month of January, I need to get really much better at time management. So, you know, my one a day for the first day back is going to be, you know, Jane on the sales team is incredible at managing her time. And, you know, on top of it, you know, you know, she's a mom and she's juggling that and she always seems to have it together. I'm going to pick her brain for a little while, but I have a rule when it comes to learning items. I actually have a couple of rules when it comes to learning items as you're one a day. Learning items are very important, but don't confuse them with action. They are things that could be potential action items, but you could easily fool yourself because you're sitting there saying, well, I learned, you know, I did the one a day thing, like Paul said, you know, for 30 days, man, I got 30 things I learned. Yeah, but if you didn't do anything with it, it it doesn't move you forward. I mean, we all know lots of things, but do we actually do them? No, we don't. So it's very important that if you have a learning item, whether it be talking to somebody who's getting the result that you want, which is a very 
powerful way to accelerate your you know learning and your success you really at the end of that have to be able you must flag an item that's going to be an action item as a result of that conversation as a result of reading that book or that blog post or this podcast you should always (coughs) pardon me have an action item and get the action verbs flowing um the other thing when it comes to learning items i you know as my one a day the other thing is you know i really like to have my learning occur not during game time game time is a very precious time and what i found is i can at 5 30 in the morning or 6 in the morning whatever sit and listen to a podcast that's gonna make me a better presenter or make me a better sales professional or you know help me with my time management whatever right but i i don't know too many potential clients i could call at five o'clock in the morning without getting an earful of shit so to me it's very important from a time management perspective that the learning items and you know non-essential type of things occur during um you know time that isn't game time so that's one of the things that i could do but you know the other thing that i wanted to say in terms of action items and 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 things like that is you know what you could do is and i want you to be aware of this is sometimes the other, the mistake that people make with these one a day items is that they make the mistake of putting a time element on it like okay my one a day today is going to spend again i'm just being hypothetical here 60 minutes cold calling see 60 minutes of cold calling is really not a thing and and you might disagree with me it of course it's a thing but it's not as powerful is if you set as your one thing, I'm going to make 20 calls or I'm going to make 15 calls. Or, by the way, with my first business that I owned, because back then I wasn't on an inside sales model like I am now. So I had a ton of windshield time. I was in the printing business, so I had lots of local clients. I was visiting them and, you know, just a tremendous amount of time I was spending on it wasn't enough hours in the day by the way that kind of time i'm talking about i found that in you know in that the thing that was easiest for me was to say instead of saying hey i'm going to spend two hours of cold calling for me i just went right for my ultimate outcome which was i need to set three appointments today or whatever and what i did as a reward for myself because i didn't have a lot of time and if we're being completely honest i i'm still not a big fan of cold calling even though i teach it i don't like it it's just a necessary evil of the job right it just kind of goes with it. i don't i don't like it but it, it has to be done. And, you know, I love it when I get results like you guys. But it's not something I sit there go, oh boy, I get the cold call. So, but the reward that I gave myself was I would set whatever the outcome was. And I just remember the number being three. And I would say, all right, you know, when I hit three appointments that I've set, then I can stop. 
So again, it was outcomes focused instead of time focused. Time focus is a big deceiver because you're going to say, well, I put the hour in. Yeah, but what was the point of that hour? You did not hold yourself accountable or there was nothing to hold yourself accountable for other than the hour. But how about a result? So make it about uh, the result. Now, there's a little insurance policy that I want to share with you. And I call it old school, an old school insurance policy. And what I want you to do is just pick up a little notebook. I don't care what kind of notebook you want to use. I use one of those little cheapo spiral notebooks because it's really for my eyes only. I'm not sharing it with anyone. Um, I don't care about it being fancy or anything. It's not like my journal, which I tend to go for something a little nicer to encourage me to write you know, things worthy of being on those pages. Um, just a, a regular shitty notebook. And what I suggest that you do is write down whatever the action item is going to be for that day, put the date, and any notes that you have around that action item. It could be something you learned. It could be an obstacle. It could be, you know, you didn't do it and why you think you didn't do it. Because there could be, you know, you're really, it's like a laboratory. We're trying to see what's working and what's not working or whatever. But what, what, this is going to help you with the several things as far as the insurance policy. You write these down each and every day. What happens with every journey? I don't care if it's a weight loss journey. I don't care if it's a, you know, increasing your sales journey or you know, building my business, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it. There comes a point where you feel like you're not progressing, but you really are but you can't see it because you're not getting that particular result. You're not getting the money come in or you're not, you know, you went on the scale that week and it's the same as it was last week or whatever. This little notebook is going to help you because when you have those moments when you're feeling discouraged, which by the way, a lot of the time leads to the so many people abandoning their goals. Ah, I'm not making progress anyway, right? And they don't they haven't been at it long enough to have momentum where it's harder now to give up on the goal because I got all this time in. It's easy to give up after three weeks. You've done dick at that point. So, you know, my suggestion is you look in that notebook and you start thrumming thumbing through pages and pages and pages and in some cases weeks and months or at least several days. You start seeing, wow, I'm putting in the work. You know, success is going to come. Statistically speaking, I'm doing what I need to do. But just because you're doing the work doesn't mean you're doing the right work. So now, when you're not getting the result that you want, you go back into those pages and you look at what you've been focusing your time on. Almost as if, like, and that's what I do, by the way, with a lot of my coaching clients. I have them do that. And then it's almost like your math teacher. Remember back, at least the math teachers I had, and I sucked. I was horrible. My dad hired all kinds of tutors and shit, and it was just, oh, it was terrible, man. I hated it. Like, I'm ready to throw up just thinking about that shit, and it was like 45 years ago, whatever the hell it was. And, um, you you know, your math teacher, your algebra teacher, which will make me throw up all over him because I despised algebra, by the way. And I'm sorry, but it's just, I feel like this is a therapy session, and it's like, you know, maybe this is why I went to bed. I don't know. It's like, you know, this is telling. We're all learning a lot about ourselves today. But seriously, it um, the, your your math teacher a lot of times say, you know, handing you scrap paper 
So the teacher can figure out, like, what the fuck was this Castain guy thinking about when he came up with, uh, you know, <laughs> this answer? You know, he came up with an answer of four liters when it was a trigonometry question. Like, what the hell? Right? Which is why I chose sales training. There's no math involved in this. And the day that there is, I'm out. I am out, man. I'm, uh, I don't know what the hell I'm going to teach. But uh, probably teach uh, being cranky on a beach with a bourbon and a cigar. <laughs> I think I would do well at that. But anyway, I just had a big smile on my face thinking about that. But seriously, um, you know, it gives you an opportunity to look at, okay, you know, I've been focusing a lot of my activity on this. Oh, look at my notes. I wrote these one a day things down and, you know, two weeks in a row, I didn't complete half of the tasks. All right. Well, you know, it was a little misleading. I kind of, you know, was, you know, kind of, we kid ourselves sometimes and we don't face the music. So, you know, that's something that, that you can do that would really, really help you. But the last thing I want to say before I beat this whole topic to death today is this one a day really adds up and it adds up, (coughs) pardon me, obviously <laughs> for, for the and this is me adding it up and i just confess that i sucked at math so maybe i added it up wrong but last time i heard this 365 liters in a year no, 365 days in a year and uh if you're doing one a day man that's 365 not just actions but focused actions that are deliberate actions toward the realization of your goal now what this also does is that it builds your action and your execution muscles very important also it makes you more immune to procrastination because when you think about it the whole remedy and the whole cure for procrastination is action right so that's an important thing and then also when you develop momentum at anything it's harder for you to quit and that's what we want to do and also the reason i'm not saying by the way that (coughs) you just do one thing a day you're going to be a mega success i'm just saying consider that your minimum that every single day no matter what you are going to commit towards doing one focused action item toward the realization of one of your goals. Now, if you do that, it really and truly adds up. So that is my challenge for you. I triple dog dare you to do one a day. Now, I want to end with a little bit of a story and it's a story that has become a paulism over the years but i'm hoping many of you people that have been with me for a long time listening to this have forgotten about this particular paulism and by the way a paulism is one of the stories or examples or you know statistics that i just beat to death and i share all the time and there's one that i used to talk about years ago and i haven't in a while and i want to share it right now there is a book that many of you have probably heard about chicken soup for the soul and when the book was written it was actually turned down by I think it was over 140 publishers. It might have been as much as like 147 or 148, almost 150. 
But after getting turned down by 140 plus, they immediately did something which I thought was ballsy. If you think about it, you write a book, you're kind of pouring your heart and soul out on the pages, and basically 140 people gave you the finger. You're probably not feeling very confident in that moment that you have something great. It takes just a high level of core belief in yourself at that point to still think that you have a bestseller after 140 people told you to fuck off, basically. So what the authors did was immediately they get this book deal and they said, all right, we want a bestseller. What we need to do every single day is take five actions that are going to get us closer to that, you know, that whole concept of or, or, you know, to that finish line of having a bestseller. So every day they would do different action items. And I remember reading that, you know, one of the action items was they would do lectures at different colleges and that would help them sell books. They, um, I think they even got interviewed by the National Enquirer about the book that helped sell a bunch of books or whatever. But now this was during the time of the OJ Simpson trial. And they see what's going on and they realize they're looking at the jurors and they're like, wow, man, these jurors really could use a little chicken soup for the soul. For those of you who haven't read the book or familiar with it, really what the book is or, you know, the concept behind the many books that this has grown into this whole franchise, because now they got everything, you know, chicken soup for the pain in the ass mother-in-law, chicken soup for the bald fat fuck sales trainer, Paul Castain. They really have that, by the way. Um, it, it, you know, the whole concept of it is a collection of uplifting stories to make you feel good and positive and, 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 you know, have that sense of belief and all that. And they said, boy, these jurors really could use a little chicken soup for the soul. So they sent them a, a case of these books, chicken soup for the soul. Now they deliberated, I guess is the word. And, uh, sorry, I didn't look at my word of dated. Uh, calendar today so I I don't know if that's the word but I believe it's they deliberated and uh, when they came back after whatever the amount of time was with cameras rolling they all walked back into the courtroom holding copies of chicken soup for the soul so it really turned out to be you know they got an international free commercial right there and that's one of the things that exploded the success and they never would have found that if they weren't getting into the habit of daily action items. Now, when I read the story for the first time, which was, I'm trying to think, it was probably 16 or 17 years ago. I used to, at the end of the story, because I would do, I would present the story in training when I was a corporate trainer for a billion dollar a year printing company. And during keynotes, I would tell everybody, okay, so what you need to do every single day is have five action items. The problem with this was just like those goals that we start out and we abandon by the third week, it was too much work for people. And myself included, and just about all of us would abandon the mission. Like, you know, some of us hung in there a little longer than others. But five was a lot to do every single day. Uh, you can certainly do it. And if you can, God bless. But I bro- bro- really broke this down to the absolute minimum, which is one. There is no excuse not to do one item. And I'm going to tell you something. 
I am not one of these, you know, they call them hustle porn folks. If you don't know what hustle porn is, it's these douchebags that are out there all the time saying, yeah, I don't take days off. You know, while you're hanging out with your family, I'm taking your accounts. Yeah. And, you know, while I'm enjoying my family, you're on your third marriage dipshit, you know, and reintroducing yourself to the kids. And, you know, and, you know, while I'm living my life, you're dying alone somewhere. So, you know, I, I, I guess you win them. But, um, yeah, I can't stand that whole thing. But to me, if it comes down to one a day, I don't give a shit then if I got to get up a half an hour or an hour earlier or if I have to stay up an hour later. I'm getting the one fucking thing done, folks, because, you know, I I want that accomplishment at the end of the year. So it's only one item. It's not like I got to do the five or the 10 or, you know, I got to spend, you know, 17 hours today working on something. It's one thing. So that's my challenge for you. Create your one thing each and every single day. Set it as an actual appointment on your calendar and respect that appointment the way you would if you had an appointment with a client or a potential client. You wouldn't just blow it off. And if you have to blow it off, then what you do is the responsible thing and you add that task on later in the day or tomorrow, whatever. But, you know, just remember, it adds up either way, whether you're actually doing these things or, yeah, I can't get to it today. And next thing you know, you got a whole year of can't get to it today's, right? So on that note, I just want to remind you that we have, and I want you to check out, our brand spanking new 2024 sales program. And I'm not going to bore you by going through all the details of it, but I do want to say one thing. Some of you have been listening to me for a while and free things are great. Don't get me wrong. I am a lover of the word free. But there's something very different when you invest in yourself. And having someone that's going to hold you accountable being me when you're in that program and we have action items and dates that we agree that things are going to be done, you're going to accelerate a lot quicker when you've made that level of commitment. So if you'd like to learn more and you're ready to get a different result this year, and I and I'm also here to tell you, without sounding corny, you deserve it. I mean, why wouldn't you deserve it, right? I mean, I want you to have an amazing 2024. If you'd like to learn how we're going to help you get there, please visit yoursalesplaybook.com slash best year ever, all lowercase, all one word, yoursalesplaybook.com slash best year ever. With that, I'm Paul Castain from YourSalesPlaybook.com. I am wishing you an incredible week and an incredible year ahead. Go get them. The Sales Playbook Podcast is a Castain Training Systems production. Make sure you sign up for our free sales tips by visiting YourSalesPlaybook.com slash subscribe.